राधे राधे नमस्ते एंड अ वेरी वॉर्म वेलकम टू स्वामी मुकुंदानंदा पॉडकास्ट ओनली ऑन गूगल स्टिचर आई ट्यून साउंड क्लाउड एंड स्पॉटिफाई यू आर लिसनिंग टू द माइंड मैनेजमेंट चैलेंज सीरीज एंड टूडे वी आर गोइंग टू डेल्व अपॉन डे सेवेंटीन ऑफ दिस चैलेंज डे सिक्सटीन वॉज अ वेरी प्रोफाउंड मैसेज वे स्वामी जी स्पोक programming a subconscious mind so it is not just about what others tell to you but it is all about what you tell yourself that is the very first step but on today's podcast swami ji is going to take us further and going to explain the next step in mind management as well as on the path of devotion so let us hear to that but before that if you haven't already checked our previous podcasts make sure you check them out only on swami mukundananda podcasts one man had recently divorced his wife and all day long his wife was impinging on the mind he had such negativity towards her why did she do this to me what was her motivation how insincere of her to top it all his office required him to change the password every month with one capital letter one small case at least one symbol and one numeral Now it was time for him to change the password and with so much going on in his head he just was at his ends and what new password could he come up with when he realized here is an opportunity for positive self talk so he created the password for give at her forgive her many times a day He had to type forgive her forgive her forgive her the consequence was the message was sinking in and by the end of the month he discovered his negativity towards his ex-wife had reduced to just 25% of what it was this is a beautiful example of programming our subconscious to ensure that the slave of ours the subconscious works to our utmost benefit we discussed in the previous episode the importance of self talk nevertheless remember the subconscious is not of one lifetime it is continuing from past lives that is why somebody who is blind from birth even such a person sees dreams now what does he or she dream about when we dream it is our experiences in the conscious waking state that get disjointed and distorted which then arise in our dreams for example if you saw a bird flying and thought wow 
If I were a bird, I could also fly like this. Now, in your dream, you did not become a bird. You saw yourself flying in the human form. Your sankalpas of the waking state were distorted and united to create the dream. That is why invariably a dream is garbled imagery which is not of value. Nevertheless, the point I am trying to make is that somebody who is blind from birth, who has never seen anything, also sees dreams. Where do these dreams come from? They are coming from the imagery in the subconscious which is continuing from past lives. Hence, the subconscious is not of one lifetime, but many. Such a deep aspect of our personality. For its purification requires something even more powerful than self-talk. And what is that? Visualization. As it is said in English, a picture is worth a thousand words. Factually, pictures impact us deep. The reason is, that's how we learn. A for apple, B for ball, C for cat. When we think of personalities, we bring their image in the mind. The significance of visualization was tested in the Michigan State University. Researchers conducted this test in the emergency ward on 200 patients. When the patients were discharged from the emergency ward, half of them were given written instructions and were also explained those instructions by the researchers. The second half were given written plus visual instructions and explained as well. After one month, the researchers rang up both the groups to find out what percentage of the instructions do they still remember. The results were astonishing. That group which had only received written instructions remembered only 6% of them. And the group that had received visual instructions remembered 43% of them. That is the power of imagery. Now think, what do we all do? When New Year comes along, we write our New Year resolutions with the best of intentions. I will not take cheese pizzas. I will exercise every day and meditate at 5 a.m. in the morning. But within a few days, that New Year resolution diary is closed, never to be looked at again until the next New Year. One man visited the gym on 4th of January and he found the parking lot was packed. When he entered, every machine had a queue to it. He went up to the manager and said, You people are running to capacity. Should I move to another gym? The manager said, Sir, please give us 11 more days 
these are the new year resolution people they will not continue beyond 15th of january the reason was that the new year resolutions were just words written in the diary and those same words if they had visualized them and allowed the imagery to sink in it would have impacted the subconscious so strongly as to become practically unforgettable i'll tell you my own experience in the days when i was studying in college we had to walk from hostel to college there was no email we used to use what is today called snail mail so i was having this experience where i needed to post a letter and i put it in my pocket but while speaking to my friends i forgot to put it in the post box and the same thing happened while returning now when 3 days in a row i forgot to post it being engaged in conversations with friends i decided now i need to employ a more powerful technique i visualized the letter brought the image made the image huge in my mind made it more vivid and colorful and then saw myself dumping that huge letter in the post box when i held that image in my head for 10 seconds there was no question of forgetting on that day now this power can be utilized to optimize the functioning of the physical mental emotional intellectual spiritual aspects of our personality the power of visualization is used by sports personalities because there a fraction of a second can make the difference between a gold and a silver medal john murray professor of sports psychology he has coached many olympic champions and he teaches tennis players that look before you serve you visualize for a few seconds where you wish the ball to fall now when you hold that image to yourself and then serve your subconscious will assist because in serving in tennis you need to control so many processes the muscles and the bones etc that the conscious mind cannot do such a good job without the assistance of the subconscious and when the image has been planted within the subconscious will help the conscious and your accuracy will improve so the fact is visualization is a tremendous force to help you understand such knowledge which is otherwise so vast and esoteric i have explained it simply in this recently published book the science of mind management with the help of scriptural quotations crystal clear logic and real life examples i am sure you will benefit from it one scientist called alan richardson has done a survey 
where he divided weightlifters into three groups of 20 each. The first group was practicing every day. The second group was not practicing, only visualizing. And the third group was doing neither. After two weeks, he tested the enhancement in their abilities and discovered that while the third group had remained where they were, the second group had increased its abilities almost equal to the first group. Because in the process of visualization, they were firing the neurons in their mind and exerting their muscles as they would have actually done in physical exercise. So this saying, a picture is worth a thousand words, is so true. Realizing its importance, Jagat Guru Sri Kripaluji Maharaj emphasized that in our devotion too, we should inculcate visualization. There's a beautiful story in this regard. When the Pandavas were in Vanvas, they knew that the battle of Mahabharat was imminent and they had begun practicing their austerities in preparation. Arjun used to engage in elaborate worship of Lord Shiv to get a boon from him. Bhimsen was apparently doing nothing. Arjun became proud. You know, I am such a great devotee. Lord Krishna thought, let me open his eyes. He said, Arjun, let's go to Kailash and meet Umapati Mahadev. All right, Maharaj. So Krishna and Parth, they both went to Kailash. There at the base of the mountain, they saw a Rudragan running with a huge cart full of flowers. He dumped it in one place, was running back and taking another cart full. A practical mountain of flowers had already been created. Arjun said, My Lord, where are all these flowers coming from in Kailash? Lord Krishna said, I don't know. Let's ask him. When questioned, the Rudragan said, You know, these flowers are being offered by Bhimsen. Arjun thought, I've never seen Bhimsen doing it. Krishna said, you know what, Bhimsen sits and does his puja in the mind. So Arjun realized Bhim is such a tremendous devotee. In the meantime, a second Rudragan appeared with a plate of dried up emaciated flowers. Arjun said, where is this coming from? The Rudragan said, you know, there is a one conceited, egotistical devotee in Mrityulo called Arjun. This is from his puja. Arjun said to Sri Krishna Maharaj, <laughs> I have learned my lesson. Let's go back. So the idea is, in the spiritual realm, the intention is of paramount importance. When we sit and visualize the Lord, when we engage in Manasi Seva, serving Him in the mind, we are actually practicing devotion to Him and practicing the 
purification and enhancement of our intention. That is why Rupa Dhyan is the most powerful. Subsequent in this series, we will talk about meditation in detail. But for today, contemplate over how you can program your subconscious with positivity, with optimism, with hope and with devotion. We shall continue this discussion on mind management in the next episode. Picture is worth a thousand words. Yes, that is so, so, so true. And uh, Swamiji gives so many examples to make us understand that definitely where visualizing helps us big time. So with that, let us now move on to the meditation and soak ourselves in divine bliss. Sit comfortably and close your eyes. Take a long, deep breath. And with the exhalation, free your mind of the worries of the present, the anxieties for the future, and find yourself here and now you have just started following the teachings of your guru you're striving to do your spiritual practice it feels a bit overwhelming getting organized finding time is a bit of a challenge you are trying to attach your mind to God, but it's an uphill battle. You have joined satsang and are liking it, but you haven't been able to make a full commitment yet. Like the game of snakes and ladders, you keep going up, and down. You wonder if you will ever succeed, if you will ever get the divine bliss, if you will ever reach God. You reach out to your spiritual teacher you bow down in reverence and ask him to guide you. He tells you the importance of visualization, how visualization will allow the image to sink in, how it will impact your subconscious 
and purify your mind. You resolve to try the meditation he suggested. You close your eyes and bring the image of God in front of you. You visualize the lotus feet of God. You fix your mind on them and you cultivate divine sentiments. These are the divine feet of the Lord that the river Yamuna was eager to touch. These are the tender feet of the Lord that ran when Mother Yashoda came with a stick in her hand. These are the naughty feet of the Lord that climbed on the back of the cowherd friends to steal butter. These are the beautiful feet of the Lord that danced for the gopis when they promised to give him buttermilk. These are the mighty feet of the Lord that danced on the hood of Kalia the serpent. These are the beloved feet of the Lord that danced with the gopis in the Maharas. These are the holy feet of the Lord that charged towards Bhishma in the battlefield to protect Arjun. Surrender, surrender, surrender at these divine feet of the Lord. For here you will find refuge from the miseries of the world. This is where all sorrows end. Here is the divine bliss that your soul seeks. Here you will find eternal peace. Here you can rest your mind. These are the feet of your eternal Father. This is where you belong. You have come home.
slowly start bringing your mind to this present moment. Become aware of your body. Slowly move your fingers and hands. Rub your palms together. Bring them to your face and feel the warmth. Gently rub your eyes and with a few blinks, open your eyes. All right, after that wonderful meditation, it is time for our day 17 challenge. So are you guys ready for today's challenge? So the challenge we have for all of you is to create a vision board. Yes, we learned that how visualization is so, so, so important. So whatever goal you want to achieve, think about it jot it down but along with it also try to add pictures as to how would you like to see yourself in the next five years 10 years 20 years or if you are inclined to spirituality then go ahead sit down and practice visualizing god and that is definitely going to help you a lot and that is also going to help you manage your mind in a much 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 better way so with that i will leave you all and uh, until we meet next time mind the mind if you would like to connect with swamiji you can follow swami mukundananda on pinterest facebook instagram twitter and youtube do not forget to Follow Swami Mukundananda podcasts on Google, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud and Spotify. If you would like to attend Swamiji's program in person, then go ahead and visit www.jkyog.org.